I'm Mari Campbell-Jack, and you are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction for the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. A visually impaired photographer is undertaking a project about murder houses, showing how they look so ordinary and normal, even though the most horrific things have happened inside. As the project develops, Kath is drawn back to the island where she had spent her childhood and where her best friend Shirley, Shirley's mother and brother, were murdered by Shirley's father. Now an adult, Kath travels back to the island to take photographs of the house for her project and starts trying to understand what happened on the day her friend died. While the official police report on the murders appears to be straightforward, something nags at Kath and she feels the need to delve further. While The Good Neighbours is definitely and firmly in the genre of crime fiction, it is primarily a book about how we see how the way we see things over time can change, how people can be looking at the same thing but see things completely differently or maybe not even see it at all. The narrative is deceptively simple, in many ways because to really see the story, you have to consider it from so many points of view. Consider that what was decidedly make-believe to one character was decidedly real to the world in which another lives that, in many ways, we are mainly people who just happen to intersect with each other for a short time. It is impossible to truly know how other people really see the world or ourselves, and it's so often time that is the only thing that gives us real perspective. Given how well Alan writes and the complex world she builds, The Good Neighbours nevertheless falls flat for me. The main reason is that the folkloric element, which is wonderfully interwoven into the contemporary story, does not feel as though it's actually part of the island. There are mention of red caps which are said to haunt the mainland border region, but it is Queen Mab, a Shakespearean invention, who is the main feature. It is a pity that this relatively young upstart in the fairy world was at the centre of this narrative strand rather than choosing something from the rich folklore of the Scottish islands, which may go back millennia rather than mere centuries and is interwoven into the landscape, culture and customs in a more primitive, urgent and primal way than Shakespeare, who for all his importance is still a relatively new kid on the block when it comes to depth of culture. Indeed, this misstep means that the sense of place, much fetishised in the world of true crime, does not reach down to the roots of this work, but rather finds its purchase in shallow ground. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.